0: Welcome back to the Kiss My Past podcast. I'm your host, Skyler. And I'm your co-host, Gabe. Um, so today we're going to be talking about basketball as the NBA, 2023 NBA draft just came up. Um, it was a very loaded draft class, in my opinion. But first, um, if you guys could hit the follow button on the Spotify app, it's totally free. And we'd love um, for you guys to follow and screenshot and send to our Instagram, which should be up by the time this episode's up. Um and show us that you're supporting we would love to you know repost on the story and everything you know um we're trying to be fan friendly as what they would you know as a good word
1: yep um um yeah speaking of being fan friendly uh you know we're gonna have our instagram out by the time this uh first episode comes out uh we would love for you guys to fit the follow be interact give us some ideas about what you guys want to hear about uh mention our Tik. we're gonna like i'm gonna mention our tiktok uh it's uh kiss my past uh podcast on tiktok give that a follow we're gonna be posting you know interviews some you know funny podcast clips once we start getting the you know the video portion of this figured out right now we're just going to be audio and so you know we can get a nice you know we don't want to get a camera that's you know low quality and then you know not make it look good like we're going to wait till we can get you know some good quality stuff put it out there so you know it's nice and clean for you guys to watch and view
0: and as in the introduction we're still trying to figure out our upload schedule but hopefully in the second and third episode we can kind of get that all situated but um Let's just dive into the 2023 yeah. draft. I mean, like I said at the beginning, it was a pretty loaded class, you know, as of right now, you know, that can change in five months, you know, mm-hmm. where these guys, where I thought, you know, give them a couple years, you know, who I thought were going to be really good, you know, turn out to be busts. And I hate using the bust word, but I mean, yeah. it's a truthful thing. Um, but recapping, I mean, obviously everybody knew who was the number one pick and it felt like we knew that Victor was going to be yeah. the number one pick for yeah. 25 years. I mean, it and it's felt like Victor Wimpanyama has been coming up forever.
1: It was just a matter of time. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, like we like we've said before. I mean, I've mentioned this to you plenty of times today in fact, just you know, his weight and making sure that you know he can, you know, he has a strength in the body weight to be able to, you know, bash the guys, like I said, like Anthony Davis, you know, like a Steven Adams, like those type Joel of guys. And Joel Embiid. Giannis. Is, I can just bully him and back him down the page. Even LeBron, I feel like, could take him, you know. Even James Hardy, like the guys that, you know, really use their body and use their, you know, their strength and, you know, how
0: much they weigh to their advantage. Yeah, don't take it the wrong way. We're not, we're not sitting here, you know, crapping on this guy. We're No. I mean – go look at the tapes you can see this guy has the makings of to be a generational talent in the NBA it's just you know the NBA is a little different than those you know overseas leagues and I'm not distant on the overseas leagues um, but the NBA is a different animal and if you talk to anybody that came over from there they would say the same thing
1: right and also you know to rebuttal with what we just said I know I'm already going back on myself about the strength but we got you know you got players like KD who don't look like they have any muscle on them but he knows how to use his body and make it look like, you know, he's just pushing guys around. He knows how to use his body and how to be a good basketball player. If Victor can figure that out and stay healthy while doing you know, and it's going to be harder for him to stay healthy with as tall as he is. Being 7'4", that's a lot of stress on the bones, you know. You know, you've seen it before in guys like Yao Ming getting hurt because, you know, being so tall. You know, Manu Bull had, you know, uh, some injuries throughout his career. And, like, bringing up the Bull family, you know, that's what I think his floor is for Victor uh, is Bull Bull. I mean, being, being so high, you know, being so tall and, you know, only having this high of a ceiling – as, a, as in terms of Bowl Um, But, I mean, his feeling, like I said, like Kevin Durant, um, I mean, he has all the, you know, he has the handles like a guard. You know, he can post you up, hit you with a fadeaway like Dirk. You know, he's got to be a good player. It's just a matter of, you know, he's trained, you know, he's brought up right and if the trainers really work with him.
0: Yeah, I mean, like you said, he's a unicorn. We we really haven't seen a guy like Victor coming to the NBA who can really do it all, but... Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he is with Greg Popovich. I mean, that's a, that's yeah, a hell of a good start. Yeah, that's a great start.
1: So, uh, Speaking
0: of KD, a guy that we both have said kind of like, – Yeah. We can see a little bit of KD in him is uh, Brandon Miller. Um, that's who the Hornets took at number two. I um, want to say I disagree, but I don't. I think it was the perfect fit for the Hornets. Mm-hmm. I just think Scoot Anderson was the overall number two prospect.
1: Yeah, I don't have much to say about Brandon Miller. He deserved to be picked there. It was the right fit for both sides. So, I mean, going, just going on a skewer at number three to the Blazers. I, I mean, I can it. we lock can we lock that Dame's leaving with that pick? Can we lock it? I don't it? think I – don't, I don't really think I think, think – like, like, I think – I think I saw something on Instagram. Uh, Dame's wanting – you know, if he doesn't have a complete uh, – a roster to his fitting, he's going to, you know, look somewhere else and try to find a different fit for him.
0: I love Dame, and I really want Dame to get a ring. Like, I, I think it's – you know, I love that he's so committed to being in Portland, but I just think it's – I think it is time to, you know, say – you know, I love my time here, but you know, I'm getting older, and I, you know, I don't know how many more years I have in this league, and how many more years of dominance I have, and I want to go, you know, be a one or a two on a championship right. team, and it's, I mean, it is what it is, but I don't think I'll give it a year. If him and Scoot don't work out, I think Dame is going to end up, you know, yeah. asking for. To be out. The thing
1: is with Dame is it's not like a Kevin Durant situation. You know, Dame is the type of player. You know, he's proven he can win with you know the worst of teams. He can get to the playoffs. Obviously, it doesn't go his way, but that's typically not Dame's fault. He's out there dropping forty a night. Um, it, I think fans would probably. I think fans are more begging him to leave Portland. They want. They want to see him win. Yeah. And, to see Dame win, I think would be a great moment for everyone to see. Um, so let's just go ahead and move on. Number four, the Rockets would just. Before I even get into you know Mr. Thompson, um, the Rockets roster is fit to be really good. They just got Emmy Adoka, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. as a coach. They have Jalen Green. I, I genuinely think he'll be able to grow into that number one role. I think he should be a number two. I think they should go out and try to find another guy to be yeah. the number one. I just don't think he's ready to be number one, obviously.
0: And I might be a hot tank. I mean, after one year, are Rockets fans ready to give up on Jabari Smith? Because I didn't see... I didn't see
1: what... I... Early in the season, he was good defensively, but I just saw a major collapse. Yeah, in the I just didn't half of see a number
0: three pick out of Jabari Spann. And I hope I'm wrong, because I, that was one of the guys I was kind of high on going into the draft. And Because
1: I mean, like he's another one of those guys who usually could have the probabilities of being a unicorn. He yeah. could have been a Kevin Durant.
0: Granted, and I, I hate... I really do hate dogging on these coaches, but... Steven Silas is not a good coach.
1: That's, no, I. that's exactly, he's a good why, assistant. That's exactly he, why they went the other way.
0: He is not a good head coach. So maybe, you know, getting email in there might He even time.
1: said he didn't have control of his locker room. So, I mean, if you can't have control of your locker room as a head coach, what are you doing?
0: But, yeah, like you said, I think uh, Amin Thompson was probably the, you know, good pick. I mean, I think is the better one, better of the Thompson mm-hmm. twins. But, you know, if they liked Amin, I mean, perhaps, I mean, you couldn't have went wrong. I mean, they're – I I know this is gonna sound cliche because they're twins, but they're basically the same players. Let's right. be real here. And then, I mean, uh,
1: another young roster coming up with the number fifth pick is is the Pistons. Um, Azar, I don't know if I'm saying that wrong. Um, but I mean he's just I think the picture right. I think he's just a little below his brother, but I mean not not by much at all. I mean it's barely. He he's just another player that's just gonna make you guys better. He's gonna make everyone around him better. He's gonna he's gonna produce. I mean. The OTE it was a really good showing. I think you're going to see a lot of more players come out of the overtime elite Definitely. coming in, in the future.
0: And I, I, like you said, I, I, I really do think the Pistons arguably are one of my favorite young teams. I think they have the most, the highest ceiling, <clears throat> and they just hired Monty Williams. And I am going to be on this grave till I die. The Suns messed up. I yeah. love Monty Williams. I
1: don't know why they let him go. I agree.
0: It angers me because I, I don't understand how you take a guy that brought you to an NBA Finals in a second season, one Coach of the Year. And then you fire him after your new owner traded for Kevin Durant, which I'm not dogging on. No, him. but you gave up two of your young core in Mikael Bridges and Campaign or er, Cameron Johnson. Johnson. I'm sorry, um, he didn't have a bench. Let's be real here, and I think DeAndre Ayton is. Not, I think
1: he's a cancer. I don't I, like. I don't like DeAndre Ayton. Um, you know you know who's actually Grown on me That we're on this topic Draymond Green I used to hate on Draymond Green
0: I love Draymond Green And Draymond yeah. Green has And I think a, it's the podcast space I, I, I,
1: The podcast space Has made Dray, Draymond Green So much more enjoyable Because he just tells it How it is Dylan Brooks I'll be on this grave Until I die He can literally yeah, I, he I he could care to, less For
0: Dylan Brooks He needs to go to Shanghai I
1: could care less For Dylan Brooks But anyways Back on the train
0: Do we wanna We got the top five By the way Do we wanna just hop in Let's into go our, ahead
1: And just hop into our Super picks I was just getting ready To say that
0: so, now we're going to hop into a one sleeper pick, and then after that we're going to kind of give our three favorite picks of the draft.
1: So, my sleeper pick comes in the second round. It's kind of tied. um, It's like a three-way tie. Like it, the, 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 they're, the funny thing is they're all back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Um, So, I'll just go ahead and go with my first one. I'll make this real quick. I'm not going to explain too much. Imani Bates to the Cavaliers. That says it within itself how big of a sleeper pick that is. He has the upside of Kevin Durant. Like I, I feel like we're comparing everyone to Kevin Durant, but... All these guys are showing symbols of Kevin Durant.
0: Definitely, I, I love that pick for the Cavs. That look, actually, I like. I really think that would have been my sleeper pick.
1: Another one for the Thunder. It's gonna take a while. I, I think he's gonna spend a year or two in the G League. <clears throat> but I got Keontae Johnson from Kansas State. From what I saw in March Madness, he's almost a better player after his incident.
0: Yeah, and I mean, everybody kind of forgets he was that number one on the Florida team before you know yeah. all that all that stuff happened to him. And you and know, then,
1: yeah, I mean, he just. He he bought out with, and then I think Marcus Powell's going to be a great. Uh, that was a sleep. I can't believe he didn't get drafted, but you know it is what it is. And then this is probably my number one sleeper pick because I just I really like the way he plays. Jalen Wilson going to the Nets. Um. I, I mean, he was he was a, he was a runner. I think he probably in my opinion runner up to National Player of the Year. Yeah. He was just every he's everything you wanted in a player. Um, with his size he he just he's a scorer. He's a defender. This is a good pick for the Nets. They, he may not be on the roster to start out the year, but I don't think – I think he'll make his way. And the fact – I'm just going to go off. The fact that this this draft is so loaded that Chris Livingston from Kentucky was the last pick in the draft that says something because he
0: – Well, let's not act like Drew Timmy didn't get drafted. Yeah, didn't. Drew
1: Timmy didn't get drafted. The, one of the, the best big man.
0: Oscar Shibwe, the really National Player of the Year of 2021. I mean, granted, I don't think – you know, the NBA is not a traditional big man league anymore, but um, for my – you know, a couple sleepers I had – Uh, One comes in the first round with the 28th pick. The Jazz got Bryce Sintoball from Ohio State. Um, The guy's a gifted scorer. Um, You know, he could definitely, you know, get better on the defensive end. Um, The athleticism kind of scares me a little bit. You know, he's had multiple knee injuries, so maybe that's a factor. Because before his knee injury, before the Big Ten tournament, he was, you know, lottery in most drafts, you know, from anywhere from 10 to 17. So to see him kind of slide down draft boards was kind of weird to see. Um, but my second sleeper is actually going to be... Uh, what's his I can't think of his name. At all. Um, he got drafted by the Lakers from Pepperdine. Maxwell Lewis. Oh my. I can't think of his <laughs> name. That guy is something. I, uh, I didn't know much about him until I watched the draft and I happened to, you know, just kind of look at his stats... I mean, this guy was putting up. I mean, like I said, he was from Pepperdine, but this guy was putting up some great stats as a um, at Pepperdine. I mean, he averaged 17.1 points, uh, 5.7 rebounds, and you know, shot 46% and 35 from three. Obviously, it's not gonna be one of those. That's guys. That's a score. Yeah, it's not gonna be one of those guys you put in right away, but definitely one you can stash. And my third sleeper, you sent him. Amani Bates, I I love yeah. that pick for the Cavs so much. I think Amani Bates, um, I think Amani Bates going to Memphis and not Michigan State really put a tile in his tracks because if he would have went under Tom Izzo, I think it would have been crazy. I don't think he would have fell at forty nine. I think, I
1: think he, the reason he's where he's at is because he moved schools so many times. I think if he would just wanted to stay at home, stayed at Michigan State, toughed it out, Tom Izzo would have made him a lottery pick, if not a top ten pick that we're talking about.
0: Definitely. So now do we want to hop into our top three favorite picks of yep. the draft? Um I can start. Yep. I know we talked about him a lot. My favorite pick of the draft is Scoot Henderson. I, I, I love Scoot Henderson. I will like I said earlier, I'll die on the grave of loving Scoot Henderson. I think he's such a talented player and the Blazers got him at three and I and I said it before him, Brandon Miller, would be the number one player in their classes any other year, which is crazy to think that, you know, they got him at 2-3. and three. Um, My second, actually, is going to be Grady Dick at 13 for the Raptors. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, everybody has, you know, their wayabouts about Grady Dick, but he is just a prototypical wing for his size at six eight. um, And his shooting is... Outstanding, Like, he is just outstanding from beyond the arc. I mean, just regular mid-range behind the arc, you know. He really can do it all. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a little adjustment because, you know, he's going to have, you know, that, you know, that rookie adjustment. But I yeah. I really do like the Grady Dick pick as well. Um, but my final one, <laughs> my final favorite pick out of this all, and it's kind of a <laughs> sleeper, is actually... Came the second to last pick and it's Trace Jackson Davis. Yeah. And I know it's a sleeper, it could be a sleeper, but it is my one of my favorite picks. The Warriors need another big man, and Trace Jackson Davis is that. I mean I think he stands at six foot nine, which isn't too terribly tall. Six foot eight, two forty. But he's kinda of that you know, that traditional, you know, four that can, you know, pound the paint and Yeah. Help you get more. so <laughs>
1: Okay. So, for my top 3 picks, I'm going to go with I I I don't know if everyone else thinks this way, but I love this pick personally. Uh, I don't know how to say his name correctly. Akez from Akez Jr. Yes. from UCLA. That is I love that pick. I, he's he's a scorer. He's just a he's a hooper. He's a pure hooper. The tape doesn't lie. The man knows how to ball. Yeah,
0: I was very eerie about that pick, but I um I don't remember where I saw it. But it is was the thing about the Heat and liking experienced players during mm-hmm. championship runs, and the year they lost to the Mavericks, they selected Norris Cole at twenty nine, and Jimmy Butler was the next pick. But they liked Norris Cole because he was a senior, and he went in and contributed immediately. Jimmy Butler took a year or two, so yeah, you know obviously they didn't go with the young guy, but they went with a guy that has been in college for a while. So,
1: um, my second pick, I really, I, I hate. I'm. I hate Duke. I hate Duke. It's the, Derek Lively. It's Derek Lively. I knew it. I hate Duke, but Derek Lively and the Mavericks. I'm pretty sure he got traded to the Mavericks. Yeah, that is. That's what they need. They need Derek Lively. They need a player like Derek Lively on the roster. My third one. I, I like this. This could be the next Terry Rozier, in my opinion number 27 to the Hornets Nick Smith Jr. out of Arkansas I like Nick Smith Jr. he is a bucket he's gonna do, He's gonna. I think he's one of those guys like you said it's gonna instantly contribute off the bench
0: yeah I mean and like I said with Bryce Insuball I think you know him in Utah as well you know it's gonna be off the bench but you know Nick Smith I really liked him I kind of was um, mad you know as a Lakers fan I'll say it uh, I'm not even a Lakers fan as a LeBron fan. I, I really wanted, I, I did want Nick Smith Jr. I'm mm-hmm. fine with Jalen Hood Shapino. Yeah. If somehow Jalen Hood Shapino's listening to this, man, I, I love you now. You're a Laker. <laughs> um, but do we want to hop into the couple redrafts? I mean, I, I know this episode's going to be a little short. We're trying to, you know, get to like the 30. Type. Yeah. Well, we don't want mean, it
1: to, it's just our first episode, yeah. so it's going to take a while.
0: We don't want it to be an hour long yeah. and you guys get bored, so. So let's we, go ahead and
1: pull up, let's go 2017 first, and then we'll come back to
0: 2019, 2017 NBA draft. I can go first if you want me to. Uh, I don't, I mean, it's whatever. All right, I guess I'll, so. do we want to do like a, kind of like um.
1: We're going to, I'm. Uh, my draft personally, I don't know how Skyler's going to do this. My draft's going to be purely off production. They could have been, they could have had a really one good year and then fell off. This is going to be purely off production what I see. I have the list pulled up. I can just go ahead. I have my
0: list pulled up. Do we want to do like my first pick, your first pick, second? I think like
1: that would be great. Do you want to go 10-1 or one 10 10-1.
0: We'll go 1 to 10. We'll okay. Go 1 to 10.
1: All right. You go first. And all right. Get so, mine.
0: 2017 redraft, obviously, the number one pick has to be Jason Tatum. I don't, I don't, unless you disagree, I don't think no, it's
1: possible. Yeah. No, J- J- Jason Tatum got that on locks.
0: Yeah, I feel like, you know, the guy, first team All NBA this year, um, was an MVP candidate for a while. He's been a three uh, time All NBA, four time All Star, you know. Crazy what this guy's done. For my second pick, um, I don't think it's close either at all. I think it's Donovan Mitchell. Um, you know, at thirteen, I feel like Donovan Mitchell was, was was the guy there, and I, you know, I think if him falling to thirteen, and him being at two now is absolutely insane.
1: I personally would have had him in my three. I, this may just be re- Bam. No, this may be recency bias. I'm taking De'Aaron Fox at number two.
0: That's he has I...
1: completely turned the Kings around. Okay, that's who I was going to do at three. Almost single handedly has done that by himself, mind you. Yeah, I, I have him at two. I have Darren Fox at two.
0: Yeah, I have Going to L.A. Yeah, that would have changed so much. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think they would have ended up giving him away for anything yeah. Davis. But that, that is my three. I think Darren Fox Darren Fox is the clear-cut three in this draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think and it's him about Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I think him and Donovan Mitchell are pretty interchangeable. So, I mean, definitely. Are you, so, this is
1: probably where it's going to get. I mean, no, I think are I mean, you going I'm Mitchell, going Bam four.
0: Bam, okay, so you're taking Mitchell three.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking Mitchell three. Okay.
0: So four, I'm going Bam as okay, well. Okay. I mean, I feel like I feel like one through four is pretty clear cut. And there's no one in the second
1: round that really stands out to me. And you got you got you got Dylan Brooks. You got Thomas, but they're not going to be on my list. Got overseas guys that had never played in the NBA. So four is Bam. Now five, call me crazy. If you say who I think you're going to say,
0: we might have the same pick. I'm going to go Kyle Kuzma. No. I think Kyle Kuzma is the number five. Because everybody dogged on him on the Lakers, i me included. The championship run, he was great. Like yeah. he was genuinely great. And him going to Washington and having his, you know, quote unquote, own team, not really with Bradley Beal, but he really shined over there. And I, I really think, that oh, I missed a guy. There was definitely a clear cut <laughs> five, but I I'll maybe that clear cut. You may be I'll right. stick with my Kyle Kuzma pick because I really do. This think this may be
1: you're gonna. Oh, I just saw him. This is – I have a toss-up for my five. These are interchangeable. Kuzma's going to fall to my seven. Seven? You're going to see why.
0: I know no, who your you're, five is, I think.
1: You're going to call me crazy. You're going to call me hometown boy. I, I think just, Luke Kennard is number five Whoa. on my list. Mm. Luke Kennard has been the best shooter for the past two seasons in the NBA, and now he's going to go into a Grizzlies team where he's going to have to step up because Jaws is going to be out, and they're going to need a new, a new, a new scorer. And he got – I, in my opinion, got shunned on that Clippers team.
0: Yeah, I think – And the Clippers, on the Pistons, he got yeah. shunned on both teams. I think the Clippers – He's weren't.
1: been the best shooter. He was the best shooter – almost the best shooter last year. He was the best shooter percentage-wise. He shot like 49% from three this year, I want to say. Um, so – I think he – I just think he is the overall better player than Kuzma. I
0: do have him in my top ten, but I, I – for six?
1: I just, for five? I, I Kuzma – I mean, I love Kuzma. Kuzma's probably a better scorer. I just – the way, I'm, like I'm saying, going to contribute contribute off the bench, who's going to give you a solid – Kuzma's hit or miss, he could foul, he could turn the ball over. Kyle just – or, I mean, uh, excuse me, Luke just gets in and he shoots you the ball. He gets you buckets. He, I mean, there was a game where
0: he hit, like, four straight threes and hit the game winner to come back. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. My six, and it looks bad now after his playoff performance, but give me Jared Allen.
1: That's who my six was. Jared because Allen was my is, six.
0: He's been consistent. I mean, the playoff, this past playoff, he was atrociously bad. I mean, the guy went on an interview and said the lights were too bright. I mean, who says that? Yeah. Uh, but I feel like he's he's a good number six. So I mean, if you agree, we can just hop on to seven. Like I mean, I want to go back
1: to Kenard. I'm sorry, I'm I'm stuck on this. His three seasons he spent in LA, he shot forty five percent from three.
0: Oh, I know. I watched the lot three of seasons,
1: seasons in Detroit. He shot forty percent from three. The one while he was with Memphis he shot fifty four percent from three.
0: You know who we're forgetting in this draft? Who? And who's only been decently good for one year. Who's that? Um ah, he was good with the bulls. Uh Lori Markinen.
1: I'm actually not gonna take Jared at my six. I'm gonna take Lori Markinen at my I'm six. That, Laurie, was just, uh, that was just that was what I was I'm gonna raising. put
0: Laurie at seven, but I'm mean, gonna I'm gonna
1: put Laurie at six. I mean, you're going to put... Do you put a at seven?
0: I'm putting Laurie at seven. I'm keeping Jay at six. I feel like...
1: I'm going to put Kuzma at my seven still I keep Canard at my five. So, you're going to put... Jay Actually, at, I'm wrong. I'm going to put Markan at my five, Canard at my six, Kuzma at seven, seven, Allen at eight. So, I just went ahead and went down the list right there. So, the so. only
0: reason why I'm keeping Jared Allen at six...
1: I think Jared Allen just hasn't had that definite year where he was like...
0: But he's been so consistent, though. Like, it's it, it's...
1: Kennard was, like, I mean, the more I look at it, the more I just looked into his stats, I mean, he only averaged nine points a game this year.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, you got a good point. I mean, he, especially this last past half a season with the Grizz. But no
1: going back. I'm not doubling back on my word. No.
0: So, yeah, seven I had Laurie Markkinen. Kind of wish I would have put him higher, but I don't want to go back and mm-hmm. redo it all. But, Lori, I got to see more than one year. This Jazz year was insane for him. But, I mean, I want to see that constantly. I don't want it to be a single year.
1: Yeah, so. Who's for my year? eight.
0: I'm gonna go with.
1: Did you have your? Yeah, you put. Uh, yeah. Uh,
0: I know who a, my. I know who my nine is for a, sure. Eight. I will go Luke Kennard. I think Luke Kennard, is. I mean, like you said, he's a shooter, man. He, I think
1: you're forgetting somebody because I don't think
0: you would have put Kennard there. You. I think you knew who I. I know <laughs> who you're talking about, but I. I don't. I don't think he's that good. I think I know who you're talking about, and I. And it might just be personal bias, but I just don't think. Because I'll say my nine is John Collins. No. Because my,
1: my nine's Josh Hart.
0: That was going to be my ten. <laughs> I have John Collins and then Josh Hart. Because the only reason why... Is You're
1: forgetting somebody else. You're 100% forgetting OG somebody else. OG and Anobi? No. Who? Derek White.
0: I don't think Derek White's like I that.
1: think he's definitely better than um, John Collins. I don't think John Collins has done much of anything. I think John Collins anything. is good.
0: John Collins has... I, John- oh my
1: gosh! No, I'm wrong. I was Dude, I was thinking of Zach Collins... John Collins is a hundred percent better than Josh Hart. Josh Collins is my nine as well. Yeah, John Josh Collin- Collins is my nine. Josh
0: Collins. Here's the thing. I, he needs to get out of Atlanta. He's, yeah. Atlanta's not the place for him. I was thinking of freeing Zach Collins. <laughs> what the hell? Um, but as my ten, it would be Josh Hart. I like Josh Hart. Yeah, a lot. ten
1: will be ten with Josh Hart. And would
0: be my ten. OG Nanobi is arguably. A, he's ten or eleven. <laughs>
1: yeah. He's good. And then Derek White's probably that twelve. Yeah,
0: I mean, and shout out to my boy the number two overall pick, Lonzo Ball. He would, he would, be, he up would there. be he
1: would be my number two probably. He would be up draft. there
0: if he went and got her. he'd really probably th- be he'd definitely be my top
1: five. He, I,
0: I think his- Markel Marco
1: Fultz if he can get the comeback he'd maybe sneak his way back into the top ten if he can make his comeback like he was making earlier yeah. in the season. So
0: I guess we can go back over just to recap. So I can go through my ten, you yep, go through your yep, ten. Yep, yep. So my number one I mean I think both of us had Tatum. I had Mitchell and then I had De'Aaron Fox, bam I don't remember who I had my five.
1: Uh, probably. No, you didn't have Jared. You Jared had Kyle, was
0: Kyle, sick. Kyle. Kyle. Kyle Kuzma was my five. Mm. Jared Allen, Lori Markinen, my eight. Who's my eight? Mm. Luke Kennard. And then nine and ten were John Collins and Josh Hart.
1: Yep. So my number one, obviously, Jason Tatum. My number two was Darren Fox. Number three, Donovan Mitchell. My number four was Bam. My number five was Luke Kennard. My number six was.
0: I think you put Jared Allen. I
1: think I put Jared. No, I put Jared Allen at seven. Lori at six. Lori's at six. Then it's seven. Jared, Kuzma. Seven Allen, eight Kuzma. Nine was John Collins. Ten was Josh Hart.
0: Yeah, I think it's pretty pretty. Much I
1: mean, because they didn't have any like second round sleepers. Like, I mean, these guys didn't really play. No,
0: I mean, I don't know when OG got picked. I think he was like twenty three or something.
1: OG was first round. Yeah. All of our guys were first rounders.
0: The only guy that out of the second round I think could get the. What do you want to say? Because he at the end of the year he got traded to the Nuggets and didn't do anything. But Thomas Bryant, yeah, arguably could have been. That's but... what I was thinking. Yeah, but Monte
1: thought... Morris is up there too.
0: Yeah, Monte Morris is dope. Um, cracked on two K. He is cracked on two K. Yeah, I just I don't know. This one, this is where
1: we're gonna have the differences, I think.
0: Yeah, 2019.
1: Yeah, this is gonna be. Uh, I'll go ahead and start on this one. Okay,
0: I think we both have the same number one because after thinking about what I said earlier, it definitely sounds right.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and put Jaw at my number one. Yeah, Jaw. Undisputed.
0: My num- Jaw's my number one, and the oh only- my gosh, and the you only- gotta actually
1: look at this one too.
0: The only reason why I think Jaw's my number one is because he's been on the court more. Obviously, the off-the-court issues are really bad, but the guy's played twice as many games, it feels like, as Zion. I feel like we haven't seen Zion in, like, four years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously, you got to put Ja at number one. And yeah. my number two, I'm not going with Zion either. I'm not going with Zion. I'm not either. Zion would be my three. I'm going
1: to go ahead and grab um, Darius Garland Yeah, with my Darius two, Garland with my two. And then still not going to put Zion at three. I'll put
0: Zion at three, just for the upside, Snake.
1: The way Tyler Harrow has been playing before his injury – with something you got, because you got to think you got Jordan Poole too in this draft.
0: Yeah, I mean you also have Cameron Johnson, Johnson Kevin
1: Porter, too. Nick Nick Claxton, Cody Martin's in here. But that's not Caleb, so it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, uh, I feel like my three is Zion. My four,
1: my three. I, I'm gonna have to go Zion for three. Tyler four.
0: I'll put Tyler at four too, and then my
1: my five. I'm gonna have to go Jordan Poole or no Nick Nick Clacks at 5 Jordan Poole 6
0: My 5 is controversial but no one watches Spurs games it's Keldon Johnson Okay,
1: okay yeah he was going to be like my he was going to be my 7
0: Then the only reason why I watched Spurs games is because I was so high on Jeremy Sohan and Malachi yeah. Branham so I got that I watched uh ungodly amount of Spurs games actually. Okay
1: the RJ Barrett slider has to stop here So, so Jamal that's my 5 John Morant 1 Jerry's Garden 2 oh, wait, Zion my- 3 Tyler four, RJ Barrett five, six. I'm gonna go. Play, ahead. I'm I'll taking pool. Or no, I'm taking Kelton Johnson then pool. So that's seven, eight. I'm taking Clax. They already ta- Yeah, eight. I'm taking Clax. Nine. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna. Ooh. Nine.
0: All right. Let me. I'm at I'm gonna f- say
1: PJ Washington. Ten. Rui.
0: Whoa. You're forgetting a very good player that slept on. Am I forgetting somebody? So wait, 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 wait. So my one through five is. Ja, Darius Garland, Zion, Tyler Hero, Keldon Johnson. Then. I think I know who you're going to say. I'm going to go Jordan Poole at six. No, 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 no. no. RJ Barrett at six. RJ Barrett at six. Jordan Poole at seven, but Jordan Poole is going to move up because he plays for the horrible Wizards this year and is going to average like 30. <laughs> Number eight, I'm actually going to go Cam Johnson. And that's not my sleeper pick either. I like Cam Johnson. No,
1: Cam, Cam, I, dude, I can't. I probably can't think of one, but Cam, Cam's in there. There's a lot of ties. I'm gonna kick. I'm gonna kick probably PJ. I'll put Cam at my nine. Put Rui at ten.
0: I'm gonna put. So I'm gonna take Cam at eight. Nine. I'm gonna put Rui. And the sole reason I'm putting Rui is because
1: There's we saw run.
0: flashes of what Rui can yeah. be in the playoffs in the late season last year. So I mean, obviously, it's not something to put him up in the top five. But Are you put at your ten. My 10? Yeah. It's going to be Lou Dort from the Thunder. That What man. pick? Was he this pick? What pick was he? Um, I think he was second round almost.
1: I don't think he's this. I don't think he's this. I think he was second round, but I don't think he was this. No, draft.
0: he was undrafted. He was undrafted.
1: Okay, but are we kind of undrafted? Yeah, I mean, he was from that draft class. Yeah, that's say yeah. Then, yeah, put him out. And, and the he, he would like, be like my six, dude. He's and a great or, defender. And
0: the only reason why I put him at nine or ten is because, like, I feel like he's... I feel like he's reached what he can be. I don't think he can go anywhere. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So, I feel like... I mean, now we're done with the redrafts. I know that was a little, like, quick... Yeah, quick
1: something
0: quick. Stuff. But, um, do we want to... We can dabble in a little... Quick football, you know, obviously. Quick
1: football. So, I mean, not much to talk about here. No,
0: I mean, obviously. Uh, I
1: mean, uh, there hasn't been much news. Um, we're kind
0: of in the the dead period of the offseason where nothing's happening.
1: Yeah, um, we're, we try not to be biased. This is not about football, but we try not to be biased. But I'm just going to freaking talk about Cincinnati real quick. Um, I won't be biased about much, but when it comes to baseball, I will 100% be biased towards the Cincinnati Reds. Um, See,
0: that's a good thing. I know a lot about baseball, but I don't care enough about baseball yeah. to be biased.
1: So. But that that's, will probably leave a lot of the baseball talk to me and a lot of the football talk to Skyler. I like, don't really dabble. I like watching college. I'm not big into the NFL. But, I mean, just the the way they've been able to win, I mean, something the Reds fans haven't seen in a long time. So it's, you know, it's, you know, it's a great experience for us Reds fans to watch. Um, and I won't talk too much about it, get on that path. But let's get back to football. Um, I mean, my favorite pick out of that entire draft, this, like I said, completely unbiased picks, Jonathan Mingo in the second round of that draft might have been one of the best picks. But overall, my favorite pick, I
0: I'm mean,
1: gonna, I really like the Emmanuel Forbes pick to the Commanders. Emmanuel Forbes has slept on. He's going to be great.
0: My favorite pick of the whole draft. Or
1: Joey Porter to the Steelers.
0: My favorite pick of the whole draft came at pick 30. Ooh, thirty, right? Pick thirty. Uh, yeah, because there was only thirty one first round picks. Yeah. Pick thirty. Er, I don't remember. I don't I can't remember if the Eagles straight up. I think it, maybe, but it's Nolan Smith. I, I yeah. I think Nolan Smith is a great player, and Nolan Smith got hurt last year. Um, I mean, he arguably would probably would have been a top fifteen pick. So I really like that. Um. But no, it's kind of like the dead, the dead part of the off season where nothing yeah. really happening. Once
1: the once once uh, you know preseason gets uh, heated back up, that's when football.
0: We were talking about basketball. We didn't talk about the biggest news: Chris Paul and Steph Curry on the same team. Oh
1: there. yeah, so I how I think that's gonna work is uh, Chris Paul's gonna end up. I think Steph's gonna probably be like, I'll shoot. Yeah, you you be the floor. And the people that, you are.
0: that don't think that's not gonna work I are think, crazy.
1: Do I, I, I think, think the Warriors are gonna try to flip it? Abso- absolutely. No, 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 I think the Warriors will try to flip that. Honestly. What do you mean? Because you know you know what they could give for Chris Paul? Training to well, someone yeah. that has wings, that they what they need. No, Rebounders, like they, which they
0: need. They came out and said they're not going to need... They want to keep Chris Paul. Yeah, I,
1: I probably haven't seen that then.
0: But and the people that said it's not going to work, I think Chris Paul will be more accepting as a bench role behind Steph Curry. Because let's be real here for one second. The Warriors are a team... Until Steph Curry leaves, are always going to be... They're going to be in the put playoffs. A championship. They're going to be in the
1: yes. They're always going to be in the talks. I agree. And now, now I'm not saying I'm not over here hating like oh they're not going to work. No, I think I think they should keep Chris Paul. I think if they keep Chris Paul, that gives Curry more shots and less to worry about on the offensive and, end. And
0: he can he don't he doesn't have to play 40 minutes a yeah. game because plus Chris. Plus Chris Paul any night of the week can give you 15 yeah, and 10.
1: Yeah. Chris Paul is a four general. Chris Paul was the great thing about this is they can finally move Clay back to the three. Without having to worry about Jordan Poole chucking up dumb shots.
0: Yeah, Jordan Poole. They can
1: Clay can just sit in that corner and just wait. Chris Paul. The thing about this team, this I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and say it right now. This Warriors team may make the finals next year if they can figure out the fact that Chris Paul can. All you gotta do is let Chris go to work. If Chris goes to work off screens, have Kevon Looney set screens for off ball screens, on ball screens for Chris. Get Chris open. Give him the ball. Then. Go worry about Steph and Clay because if Chris Chris is going to draw enough attention, and if, if and he they want to worry about if they want to worry about the shooters and let, be like ah Chris Paul, let him score. Chris Paul will drop twenty and then still give out ten assists. He'll make you respect him on the offensive end, and that team's going to be real dangerous if they can get a bench.
0: Definitely, I mean yeah, like you said, but uh, we'll. Go back to football for just one more quick second, and yeah. we'll wrap it up because yeah. we're getting pretty, yeah. pretty deep. And obviously, like we said, we don't want these to be hours long. We kinda, no, we. I mean, thirty to forty-five get, minutes is kind of where I was thinking. Yeah, you
1: know? once we get into once we get into more like where all sees everything's going at once, you know, that rare like one month, one month, two month stretch where everything's going at the same time. Maybe
0: it'll be a little bit longer. And than
1: those I, will be the hour podcast and like we like to talk about college football. College football is probably the main football yeah, yeah. topic we talk about. Those episodes will probably be hours. Those will probably be more of Sunday episodes where you don't have nothing to do. You can just sit back, yeah, watch
0: throw it on or like, clean your rest. house or something. But yeah. um yeah, I mean dabbling back in the football. Like we said, it's a dead period. Um, we got two big free agents still in the market with DeAndre Hopkins and Salvin Cook. Um, I don't know where they're going. I thought DeAndre Hopkins was a lock for the Patriots.
1: I thought he was Baltimore. Before but, before, you know. I thought that was gonna be a you know, try to draw Lamar in, but
0: um, Dalvin Cook, I, it just makes too much sense for him not to go the Dolphins, or to go the Dolphins. Yeah. Um, I think that's up- where
1: we'll see DeAndre Hopkins go.
0: I don't know. I, I feel like DeAndre Hopkins, and, cause they, I
1: think they already said they wanted to play together.
0: Yeah, but they said it's unrealistic. They yeah. don't know if it can happen. I think DeAndre Hopkins, and I know, I heard some talk about the Browns. No, 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 no. That's not even what I'm going to say. I think, I know I'm going to sound like a broken record. I still think the Chiefs are the top dog to sign him. Why because would you not?
1: Why would you not? He's... I don't know. It makes sense for both sides, realistically. Yeah, they, need
0: a, they need a true number one, and...
1: I mean, Travis Kelsey's pretty much their number
0: one. Well, yeah, but I mean... They, you
1: don't want your tight end being your number one.
0: Yeah, and if you're DeAndre Hopkins, you're getting up there. You don't know how much longer you can play at this level. Why yeah. do you not go somewhere... The Super Bowl, the reigning Super Bowl champs. I'm not saying that the Chiefs are going to go in the Super Bowl again, but let's be real with ourselves. They're pretty damn good every damn year. I, I was
1: telling myself this. With the uncertainty of Tyler Boyd and that whole thing, if I'm Joe Burrow, I'm looking at him like, I mean, that's just another big target for me to throw to. I mean, think about it. Let's hypothetically say something happened. Like, you trade Tyler Boyd for great for some defense maybe, something on defense. Yeah. Great draft, draft compensation. Then you bring in DeAndre Hopkins – He's not gonna turn down Don't the opportunity. Don't be putting
0: stuff into Bengals fans. No, bro.
1: I know it's terrible. They already have big enough heads, but like, if I'm Joe Burrow, and I'm like, and I'm the under Hopkins. I'm like, first of all, this is already a Super Bowl. I'm sorry, I hate, I hate Bengals fans just as so much as I hate any fan base in in America, because <laughs> it's always now that they have Joe Burrow, they think they're the best franchise ever, but. If if you managed to get DeAndre Hopkins in there, and now you work, you got Jamar Chase learning from DeAndre, and vice versa, because I feel like Jamar can probably teach DeAndre a few things just the way Jamar is, and you have T. Higgins. You, you're you going to draw attention. They're, they're not. You can't double-team every all your receivers, and they have Hayden Hurst at tight end. Not anymore. No. Panthers. Panthers. We actually, sorry. They have Urbsmith. Urf- I'm asking who I met. Hayden Hurst. Was it Hurst, right? They have Hayden
0: Hurst? No, no, no they have. Hayden Hurst went to the Panthers. Irv Smith, Jr., Who's a bum? I will go on and saying I am.
1: I am all sorts of behind. I'm. I should have known that. But Urshmer Junior is probably not. They Then uh, uh, Panthers fans are to, or not Panthers fans. Bengals fans are talking about how they got Randy Moss's son and how he played on the LSU team. It doesn't matter. NFL is completely different. He's if he's not if you can't make a roster, he can't make a roster. That's just how it is. That's Here's why he was on their practice squad.
0: Let me just chime in on the DeAndre Hopkins Bengals thing. If there's any Bengals fans listening right now, <laughs> um. <laughs> don't even think that's a possibility. The salary <laughs> cap's not letting it happen.
1: Yeah, you guys don't have a big enough cap. No. I mean, we
0: gotta pay Joe.
1: Panthers have the most salary cap to use right now, but that's just an unrealistic move on both sides. It Doesn't make any sense. A young roster. Under no. Hopkins is trying to win a championship. It I, doesn't I make really any think.
0: Sense. I know there was a bunch of smoke with the Titans and the Patriots, but I really think it'll go down to like the Bills, the Chiefs, those sort of teams. The, the Bills are my favorite. My bill, The
1: Bills are my favorite.
0: And a. Sh- sleeper team because it is still a while. He said he's going to wait. He Yeah. The Eagles. I don't know how they keep doing it, but they somehow create cap space like it's their job.
1: Yeah. Because they have guys on the roster like Jason Kelsey who are willing to take pay cuts to make sure they have a winning roster. And I think the Eagles are going to be they, the no one in the NFC in my humble opinion is even coming close to touching the Eagles. No, I think the, the Eagles, Niners have the best shot and I don't even think the Niners come within a mile radius of the Eagles.
0: Well, the Niners don't even have a quarterback,
1: so but the thing is that they don't need their defense and everyone else is so good. No matter who they put at quarterback, yeah. it's going to be crazy. They're going to have a good season.
0: Yeah, but I mean back to what you said. I think the Eagles are going to run away with the NFC. Dude,
1: they, it, it's not even close. Jason Kelsey will win another Super Bowl by the time he retires. Mark my words, first episode. I will come back to this episode when the Eagles win the Super Bowl and Jason Kelsey is still on the roster.
0: Yeah, definitely. But I think we should wrap it up for the first episode. I think that's about it, I think it was for the first a episode. episode. I
1: think that's a good episode to start off on. Um, okay. like, like we said in the beginning, make sure you check out our Instagram, TikTok. Our YouTube account will be coming shortly. We're going to get everything figured out. Make sure we can post clips and everything. But stay on the news. Follow the Instagram.
0: Follow Everyth- the TikTok. Everything is uh, just kiss the past podcast. Yeah. So Kiss um, my
1: past podcast on every, every social media. Make sure you follow, you know, like everything. Make sure you share it with your friends. We want to get out there. Make sure we can you know create a fan base for you all.
0: Alright, thank you for listening and yep. we hope we can uh, see you in the next one.